It's the Taking It On with Paula Price podcast with your host, Paula Price, taking on the issues, representing Jesus Christ, unapologetically truthful, taking on popular opinion, and now your host, Paula Price. but I want you to hear me. When we are praying, we're going after principalities and powers and spiritual hosts of wickedness. You think that you're going up against the modern versions. You're not. You're going against those old principalities that have been reproducing themselves in human genealogy for ages. So now we have to neutralize them in their seed. We have to neutralize them in their sea so that the when and shut down their access points. That's what apocalyptic prayer does. We are not petitional. We are commissional. We are on we are on assignment and we are commission concentric. We're on assignment on some specific things. So when you start praying and you start saying, well, you know, I, I just I just cast out or I buy the reason God told you to bind because you have to bind their DNA. You have to bind the souls and, and the body and the, the, the neurology and all of that of the DNA. That is what salvation is. And every human being has, a, has some pieces of it. Every one. And so when you think about how what we're praying, you've got to go after that gene pool. That is why they don't mind abortion. Because they're already dead. You know, death did not, Adam did not create death. Death began in God's world. We're going to talk about that as we go forward. But death began in God's world. So I keep making these statements because I need you to understand we don't control it because we did not create it. Death is a consequence of the cherub reinventing himself. Isn't that good? So, because I mean, can you imagine? I believe that Lucifer would have thought twice if he had known that creating himself, recreating himself in his for his own species, was going to so downgrade him and degrade him that he would have to be subject to God, not only forever, but in ways he didn't, he never imagined. He didn't like being subject to God when he was full of God's spirit and life. Now you subject to him because you can't even push back on the man. That's why you push back on his kids. You can't push back on God. You ha- because the power that you were going to push back on the Almighty with, you lost. I mean, that's, th- that's in Scripture. I love teaching this Bible the way, the way it's written. And this is even, this is like a, a, a you know, this is certainly not the best uh, form because whatever they said in the beginning, you know good and well, every time somebody like me rises up and starts spreading it, they go in there and they clip off some more stuff and they edit and they redact and, and shrink some more stuff. But we had the Bible. We are born of the Bible. We're born of the word of God. So we got it in us. And then we got the Holy Ghost and the planet. See, the Holy Spirit will allow what we allow. Because people kept saying, well, why did God do this? Why did, you, why did you not give him a reason to intervene? Why did you not give him a reason to supersede? Because God, the whole thing is that the, the Edenic thing was fair and square in the sense of Adam did not have to fall. 
Eve did not have to sin. They had enough fruit, so she can't even say it was appetite that made her eat from that tree. Unless it was an a lustful appetite. Envy. She ate because of envy. Satan used what he had. Oh, no, you shall not surely die. I mean, because God knows the minute you eat, you're gonna be, your eyes are going to be open. You'll be just like him. Envy. Lust. Envy is internal vying for something that is not yours. That causes you to violate all laws, all rules, and all constraints to have it at all costs. Internally, people are envious from within. And you can see an envious spirit if you have discerning. You will see envy in people's eyes. And they can't, it's, it's part of their makeup. And until they're born again, they can't stop it. And even when they're born again, if they do not get converted by the work in their soul by the Lord, they will always, always be envious. And envious can is very is a very um very interesting, very interesting uh I want to call it an attribute, but it's more than that. A very interesting power because it takes on power, and it takes on power with lust. Lust is the power of envy. And envy is the motivation for lust. So when you have, when you get to a point that you, every time you turn around, you cannot bless people for the sake of who they are, what they do, before you have to wrestle with why it wasn't you, you have an envy issue. Envy is always going to tell you it should have been you. They don't deserve it. Why isn't it you? You're just as good as. You're just as smart as. You deserve it well. You work just as hard because you become your own measurement. You become your own standard. Your aspirations and your desires, your passions become the universal yardstick for all that you do. Because we each have our own kind of internal universality. Everybody has it. So envy will do that. And envy will always, you always have to struggle to applaud people. You have to struggle to acknowledge and celebrate. Why? Because you think it, it, that internal machine, that mechanism that has built up over the years of your life keeps telling you it should have been you. And then, and, and you begin to judge. It makes you very prejudiced because you keep thinking that the person who has it didn't do any more than you. They're no better than you. They didn't do any more than you. They, I don't understand. They, you, I mean, I've worked too, too. I've been at it 39 years. I've been at it 60 years. I've, I've, I've had people. It's not my fault that people didn't stay. And then nothing is your fault. Your failure is not your fault because your envy has given you a sense of entitlement. See, because envy breeds a sense of a, a false sense of entitlement. I deserve this. I'm entitled to this because I did not, because I'm still on the planet, because I wanted the same thing too for me. So, and then they get mad at God. These are the people who start turning on God. And so you sell out. Envy is a mechanism. It is a tool that the enemy uses to see to it that you push yourself and promote yourself to the extremes that jeopardize others, have contempt for others, but Ultimately, sell your soul. People sell their soul. Envy will make you sell your soul because you envy produces from the whole thing. The framework is a false sense of entitlement. I deserve it too. Now, you don't know what they did. You don't know how they did it. 
You don't know anything about it. All you know is that they have what you want and they have what you were going after and they shouldn't have it instead of you. Envy will also create itself as a rival. I have an entitlement, but I'm entitled to be greater than you. Racism is based on that sense of that false sense of entitlement. You don't realize it. And that's on both sides. Competitions, both sides. You know, and so you and, and it'll make you sick. You can't stop. Your head hurts. You, you, you can't sleep at night. Your, your body is sick. You know, envy is rottenness to your bone. Envy is rottenness. So it begins to rot you. It rots your rot. That's why you have all of these sicknesses and, and whatever you because ha- you, you, you don't believe that God is just. You don't believe he's fair to you because you are measuring yourself not by his standard, but by your intents and your efforts. Envy is a deadly disease, but it is the disease that makes your whole body very mortal. So you have to, and I, when I teach classes on this, because I have, you know, especially women, because remember, it, women have it hard because what was it that made her eat? Envy. Okay, so she ate because of envy. Adam had his share of envy, but he also ate because of lust. So the the two pair. So when Satan is in power, lust is okay. How many times have you heard, well, lust is okay. I mean, it's not a bad thing. Well, no, it's not a bad thing because it's a doom. It's, yeah. Like there's a healthy way for you to vie for other people's achievements and vie for other people's obtainments and all of that. There's no healthy way for you to go after something that was not in your destiny or what not written for you. And the only way you get it in your destiny is because you go to another God who has rewrite your destiny to its advantage. So envy is what what causes you to get false competition. Why is this election the way it is? Envy. The spirit of envy caused this election to be what it is today. We're fighting with Biden's envy. We're fighting with Kamala's envy. The gods of their envy are what we're pushing back on. We're fighting with the fact that they, they, they had already envied the healthy, wholesome state of America and this, this, this secret force, these back for these predatory agendas wanted to destroy this country because they felt they could create a better country, a better life. This is envy, pure and simple. This is the largest demonstration, exhibition of envy you've ever seen. They, I mean, they don't care that they're brutalizing you. They don't care that you're bully. They don't care that your vote doesn't matter. They don't care that the, that the electoral process is not for you. They don't care about anything because envy from the God that rewrote their destiny has taken precedence. Envy. This is envy, pure and simple. This is the same reason why Adam and Eve ate from that tree and they, they, and they bought the same agenda that the serpent gave them to seduce them into doing so. Hmm? Male and a female. Isn't that interesting? This is Eden 2020.
This is envy. The whole deep state thing, envy. Shadow God, envy. Because, and, you, and the only reason you envy something is because you, con, you are, uh, perceive it to be superior to you. Because you don't envy the, what's, you, you're not, what's inferior to you. Envy is based on a sense of inferiority. I'm inferior to you. And I have to make myself superior to you. And I cannot beat you on even grounds because I don't even know what makes you superior. So I just I have to go after eroding everything that you've accomplished. I use erosion. Because envy has got to start with erosion. Thank you for listening to this segment of the Taking It On with Paula Price podcast. Be sure and tune in next time for the continuation of this insightful teaching. To obtain resources and training materials for how to think differently and live powerfully, visit Dr. Price's website at drpaulaaprice.com. Also, follow Dr. Price on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Dr. Paula Price. See you next time.